Hey everybody, welcome to Carpe Diem, a podcast about personal finance and everyday life. I'm Dusty Simmons and here with me today is Jamie Davidson and we're with Financial Center First Credit Union. Thanks for spending your free time with us, listening to us talk about how life and family affect us achieving our financial goals. Thanks, Dusty. Uh, so today we're going to talk about something a little different. So with everything going on in the world with your family work, do you think you would be able to tell me everything you spent your money on in the past three weeks? Uh, no. How about the past not. week? Everything I've spent my uh-huh. money, like all my discretionary money. Mm-hmm. Mm, I mean, I could probably look at my bank statements and pretty much figure it out. Oh, really? How much do you think you probably spent last week then? On, on just, no, I don't know, dining out? Uh, I don't think I want to answer that question <laughs> on air. Um, you know, because I'm a, that's that's probably my one guilty pleasure. You could probably get me though and ask me how much I spent on fantasy football in the last, you know, two weeks. Ooh, really? <laughs> I know. Well, football season's back. Football season is back. So, yeah. Um, so you, how about, you know, could you tell me how much money you've spent on besides dining out, maybe buying clothes for the kids? Cause it's that time of year to buy clothes for school and everything. Uh, yes, it's fall. So, you know, all the fall trend stuff's out. So I could, you know, I could probably give you that number in okay. the last two weeks. Okay. Very good. Very good. How about entertainment? Have you spent anything on entertainment? Uh, I did rent Mulan over the weekend. Ooh, wow. So that's, that's probably a little bit of money. $30 right there. Is it worth $30? <laughs> um, apparently, you know, I checked it out on you. You own it once you... Once you buy it. So you can watch it forever. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Exactly. And you got to think about that. That's funny that you say that though. And this is, you know, sort of part of this, um, you know, you pay $30 to download it and have it forever. I mean, we'd go out and buy a DVD for $20 when it finally came out. But if you went to the, with the movie theater with oh, you cost your, savings. Your kids, yeah. Cause you didn't, you have to spend $50 <laughs> no popcorn. on popcorn and cook. That's another, <laughs> that's another $50. You know, you always have to go get your candy and sneak it in. Don't tell anybody I told you that, but you know, that's what you should do. If big you purse. Yeah. Big purse. That's a good one. Yeah. How about you? Could you, could you talk about what you spent money on the last two weeks? You know, like I said, fantasy football has probably been my guilty pleasure the last couple of weeks. Cause you're getting all the leagues. Uh, I've gotten too many leagues this year. So yeah, that one I could, um, as far as dining out, if I sat down and really thought about it, I could, you know, as you know, we don't eat out a lot, but we, we've been doing it a little bit more lately just to sort of loosen up and get the family together. Right. Have something not, to yeah, do. Because we eat together all the time at home a lot of times, but every now and then it's nice to get out and just have a good time. Uh, so, yeah, there's a few things we pro- I could probably uh, probably shore up the and, and not be spending so much money on. Um, I'm, you know, we're going to talk a lot about different things, right? We're going to talk about dining out today. We're going to talk about spending on clothing. That's why I brought them up. You know, I could tell you in my household, I haven't bought any clothes, but that doesn't mean it hasn't been bought in the household, right? That's that's a little different, right? right? And I don't even know if that was a real word. I just said bought. Pro- <laughs> <laughs> so uh, obviously, that's what we're going to talk about. So tell me what you uh, what you what you've learned. So this was this this topic came because we read a really interesting article in the Washington Post. Um, from Michelle Singletary, who helped people identify where they're spending their money. And the article was about, in a book, about three different types of fasts, uh, food spending fast, a clothing fast, and if you're really energetic about this, a complete 21-day spending fast. Wow, cleanse. (laughs) Kind of. It's like a cleanse for your finances, right? Right. Very trendy. Right. Right. Yeah, let's do this. Exactly. So in this podcast, we're going to talk about the pros and cons of each type of spending fast and identify other tips if you're still having trouble with overspending. Okay. So we're going to do this uh, food spending fasting. That's what we're going to talk about first, right? Got it. Uh, So you you came up with a fact I I saw. What's your fact? Would you learn something from a government entity? (laughs) Imagine that. Uh, Okay. Yes. According to the USDA in 2019, Americans spend an average of 9.5% of their disposable income on food. 
um, divided between the food you buy at home and the food that you purchase, like eating out. Mm -hmm. Wow. And it says here that 4.9% was home and 4.6% was out. So pretty much half and half. And I think a lot of people are lying because I'm sure they probably spend a little bit more out than they're, they're willing to admit. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of times... Um, Oh, my wife's not listening, hopefully, but uh, every now and then I'll go out for lunch and I tell her and, you know, we don't calculate I'm sure she that. she does the same. She That's probably, okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, um, so let's talk about what is a food spending fast. So we're going to start with that one. So number one, we got three things when it comes to a food spending fast. Number one, it's no eating out. If it's it's not a necessity, eating out is not a necessity. So you're not going to grab your coffee on the way out. You're oh, not gonna that's get, a good point. Not, not gonna, just a meal. Yeah, but. you're not going to grab your uh, McMuffin on the way out. Mm -hmm. No stopping by the donut shop. That's right. a, you know, that's not a necessity. No ice cream because somebody played well on Saturday. No, no ice cream. Right. Gotcha. <laughs> Number two, eating only what you have at home. So the idea here is we're going to do what? Well, I think what this means is you're going to go through your pantry and your cabinets and you're only going to eat the food that's in that. What's your pantry look like, Dusty? You know, it's it would be it would be hard to plan meals around what I have in my pantry. <laughs> Does that mean there's too much or not enough? Um, I don't really have that much in in my pantry. Okay. And it's mostly things that don't perish, right? Canned canned mm -hmm. foods, um, pasta. Potato chips, peanut butter, good uh, stuff like pickles, that. Pickles, olives. <laughs> Condiments. Condiments. Ketchup, salad dressing. Oh, my daughters would be happy as yeah. long as we have you know, funny, ketchup and mayonnaise. We actually went through ours yesterday and reorganized it because it was a mess. And, and I did it right before I went to the grocery store. We did. And I looked at that and I was like, oh, my God, we have enough food in here to last for, you know, we, yeah. uh, for a month. I right. mean, it was like we could feed an army and we were getting ready to go to the grocery store to buy more stuff to put in there. And I was like, whoa. So uh, it was really nice because my wife was the one that decided we should organize this. And it really helped when I did go to the grocery store because I realized when I came back, I only think I only bought maybe six things that could go in the pantry. And it was because those were on the list for the week that we right. didn't have. So uh, we're, we're bad about that. We sort of got the pack rat syndrome going on when it comes to having stuff in our pantry. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm the opposite. It's like, oh, I'll get home and realize, oh, I forgot I didn't have pasta for whatever. Which is then why you turn around and go out and eat. Yes, exactly. So, I mean, how would you do if you had to eat out of your pantry alone? We could probably make it. For two weeks, well, two and a half weeks. And you know, the good thing about going through your pantry and doing that is that stuff eventually expires. Mm -hmm. So if you're once or twice a year, maybe going on this food fast right. and spending down and using the things in the pantry, maybe, you know, you'll have it work. I, I, bad. I think our biggest challenge with the pantry is, uh, you know, and we're going to talk about this as one of the cons, um, but we'll, we'll talk about it in a minute is, you know, maybe it's not the healthiest food in my pantry. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And number three is you're only buying perishables from the store. So basically the idea is you're going to create your list and you're only going to get those things like the eggs, the milk, the bread, you know, that's going right. to, you know, you have bread for a week and it, and it molds uh, doing that. And then, and, you know, if you're having, you're creating a dinner, you're using that meat and you're going to, you know, use it multiple times that week. Um, now, here's the good thing about this. When you go out to purchase, you can set the rules as you want, but here's what you really need to make sure you're not doing. You're not buying potato chips. You're not buying cookies. You're not buying bakeable goods, which my, my family loves to bake. Mm -hmm. And the idea, oh, we bought all these apples. Now we're going to bake. It's like, well, wait a minute. Uh, that's Now we have to buy everything else for that, right? right. Of course, when you, when you bake apple, cobbler you have to have ice cream vanilla ice cream to put on top of it right so it's really about finding those necessities uh that you're only going to use for that week 
And, you know, I, I think it's a challenge for a lot of us, especially in America today. It's a big challenge to just say, hey, we're going to cook dinner and we're going to use what's in the refrigerator. Is yeah. that hard for you guys? Um, it is because, you know, it's so easy. It's too easy. We, you know, in America, we just it's too easy. It's too easy to go out to eat. It's too easy to run down the street to the convenience store and pick up those couple items to make that one thing you wanted. It's so. And when you don't even have to you know, go pick it up anymore, DoorDash brings it to right, you. Right, exactly. You know, one of those two. Here's uh, a funny one, though. I've got a funny story for you. It's got a little something to do with this. So when we came to see uh, CC today. She told me she bought a little bit too much pork. So she's, she's set to go, man. She's got her freezer stock. She's got about 60 pounds of pork. She's going to be eating so 60 much pounds? Pork. I yeah. had to buy six pounds. And I got, because it was on Kroger Club list. I didn't want to go in the store. I was trying to be safe. And yep, ended up buying 60 pounds of pork butt. And I am eating <laughs> You're going to be eating pulled pork, pork for... Pork. Yes. Yeah. We can do a little bit more Ages. than just pulled pork with it, right? You can do some, uh, do tacos, that kind of stuff. Oh, so, I mean, the, the idea is this. So now you've got, all, she's got a lot of pork, but now she's got to find ways to cook that pork, right? And most of us, and we're guilty of this. I mean, we'll have, I really believe we could do one day a week of just leftovers. Yeah. And then we, you know, put our nose up at that. Where I think back to, you know, my, my, my parents growing up with their parents, my grandparents, they never wasted food. I, I remember my grandfather would make me sit down and say, you can't get up to eat everything on your plate. And I'd be like, well, I don't like what's on my plate. And he's like, well, too bad. You're going to eat it. And I'm like, well, why'd you put it on my plate? If you know, I didn't like it. So. Well, that's another good rule. If you wanted, you could add that to that. So no eating out, eat only what you have at home, only buy the perishables and use up the leftovers. I mean, yeah. Yeah, that, that would be another good day. one to right. add. So, so uh, give me some pros for uh, doing this. So, you know, some pros of doing a, spend, a food spending fast is you're going to eat less fast food. You're going to spend less on the restaurant. Hopefully you're going to eat healthier because, you know, eating out isn't always the healthiest and you're going to have more family time. More family time. Right. Mm -hmm. What we've done in the house and I, hopefully a lot of you are doing the same thing is we, we actually get together in the kitchen together and cook. And uh, my daughters are older now. So one night a week will be one of their jobs to come up with the dinner and, and, and create the dinner for us. It'll teach them how to cook a little bit more and then it make, gives us a little bit of a break. But yeah, I, I think it's it's a great pro. Now, what I think is really important, though, before we do this, I don't know if I already said this or not, is, you know, the week before you do this. Calculate how much money you spend in dining out mm -hmm. and to see what kind of savings you're going to have, because then you've sort of got a starting point and you realize, hey, we spent $150 last week dining out and now you get to compare and contrast, right? Right. So we have some, some cons. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Again, may not be healthy depending on what's in your pantry. Spam uh, here, spam there, <laughs> spam everywhere. Yep. And, uh, you know, cooking can be time consuming. So if you're a family that's a go, go, go all the time, you got kids and everything, it's going to take you some extra time to either meal plan or pre-cook on Sunday. Um, and just make sure you have the time. Right. I really think about that with parents, you know, with their children in sports, you, you know, you, you, you work, you grab the kids, you take them to sports, you get home. And the last thing you want to do is cook a dinner. And they're starving by the time you get oh, home because yeah, it's seven o'clock. And you go right by that place. It's got those yellow arches and that's so much easier <laughs> to do. But, you know, it's you, you've really got to stop and think about this while you're doing this. You're going to do this because you're trying to save money and you're wanting to eat a little healthier. Mm -hmm. Right. So and um, we came up with a great tip, actually. Supercook.com, if you go to that and you actually take all your ingredients you have and you put it into this to this app, it'll actually give you menu ideas. I love that because I'm not a cook and, and coming up with recipes is hard for me. And even finding recipes like on Pinterest is hard for me because I'm like, I don't have that. I don't have that. I don't want to buy that for one meal. So to be able to like say, here's what I have in my pantry. Give me a creative meal. I would love that. I got to check that out. Yeah. Every time I ask you what you're cooking for dinner, it's either grilled chicken or grilled pork chops. Right. 
Yeah, I don't have a lot of You're variety. a griller. <laughs> I did make barbecued ribs this weekend and homemade mac and cheese. Oh, okay. So, yeah, eating healthy. $25 worth of cheese for the homemade mac right, and cheese. Right, right, so. right. Well, that's funny because we, uh, yesterday, she decided she was going to make a charcuterie board, mm -hmm. right? And there were only five of us there. It was enough for, for 20 people. Mm -hmm. And I was... Like, wow, we could have had a really nice dinner for the amount we spent on, on charcuterie. A charcuterie, right? Yeah. Okay, so just to recap, you know, what you should be including in the rules for your uh, food spending fast. No eating out. Eat, eat only what you have at home. Only buy perishables um, from the store. And use your leftovers. Very good. All right. Our next fast, which <laughs> I know a few people in this room are going to have trouble with this one, is the clothing fast. Clothing fast. Yeah. What's that mean, Jamie? That means you have to go 21 days or longer without buying clothes. I know for some reason that seems impossible to some people. I laugh because I don't ever buy clothes. Because you're a guy, you don't ever buy clothes. Because <laughs> I'm a guy, I don't need clothes. I don't have any. I don't have any style. <laughs> no. She's shaking her head. No, I don't. You have no style. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, so I think this is a really hard one if you are a parent, because not only are you buying clothes for yourself, but you're also buying clothes for your kids. And like, if you're like mine, I just had a kid who went through a growth spurt. There's kind of a necessity sometimes to go out and get some new clothes, even if it's new uh, shoes or underwear or whatever they've outgrown. So, but this is a really good one. So lots of pros there. Obviously you're going to save some money. Mm -hmm. Now I think what's key though. Yeah. Um, is you, you've got to really look at how much you've spent the month before on clothing to see what's happening here. Because I think a lot of times we buy the clothes and we don't think about it. A lot of times we go out, we go shopping for fun and we see something that looks really pretty and we want to own that and we buy it and we don't really think about how much it adds up to. Yeah. Or me and my downfall is Target, as you all know. And Target, if you want to sponsor me, I'd be happy to uh, promote you more. <laughs> but, you know, I go to Target for other things and I end up swinging through the clothing stuff, which they just happen to put right by the checkouts. Um, and you buy something and you don't even think about that as a clothing purchase because you just, you know, picked it up. You added it to the rest of the stuff in the uh, cart. That, yeah, that you had to buy. So, right. yeah. like the, the girls are going to a wedding this weekend, and my youngest daughter doesn't have a dress to wear. So, we're going to make a run sometime this week and buy something for her to wear to the wedding. To any of you young people out there that do not have children yet, if you have daughters, beware because you will have to buy a dress for every occasion. <laughs> and that dress can never be worn more than once. And that doesn't go away. That continues on for the rest of your life. Yeah. And then you got to have shoes to go with that. Oh, shoes. Don't forget the shoes and everything else. Got to have the right jewelry, too. Don't forget the handbag. There you go. So, yeah, daughters, what, what can you do? So another pro, it teaches you to do it yourself if you want to make your own clothing. Although I will say that making your own clothing sometimes can be more expensive than purchasing clothing. But you may also learn to thrift shop. Mm -hmm. So I have a daughter. She, my older daughter loves to thrift shop. She thinks it's awesome. I know Cece here uh, does a lot of thrift shopping. But if you're going to set the rules, again, make your own rules. But if you're going to say, OK, I'm only going to buy clothing if I thrift shop, and I'm only going to spend a max of X dollars. Yeah, I think that's key right there. If you're going to the thrift shop, make sure you set a dollar amount because it's so easy to overspend when you go in there because it's the thrift shop. And you're just like, so, wow, look what I got at the secondhand store. Well, you still spent a lot of money. So set that and, and make sure you're trying to stick to that. My wife and my daughters are both they're they're, all, they're very good at doing that and shopping at the thrift store, uh, they'd actually tell you that I'm the snob that probably doesn't do that because I don't, but that's because I don't go shopping very I often. I hate it. I don't like, I do not want, it overwhelms me. I do not want to sit there and go through everything on the racks. Right. It's just like, that's time consuming and 
overwhelming to me. <laughs> I know. 21st century problems. Right? I know, right? First world problems. Okay, so a con of... Of this. Of, of this clothing is you're, you're probably going to overspend... Um, in other categories. Yeah, because you're like, oh, man, I've got all this discretionary yeah. money. So you're I'm like, not eating out and I'm not buying clothes. Well, it's really, it's sort of that mental idea of like, I can't eat out and I can't go shopping. So now I'm sad and I make myself happy by spending money. That's, so And because spending money is an emotional thing, right? right? We so spend money when we're happy. We spend money when we're sad. It's time to buy things for the house. It's time to buy... You know, whatever things you need, you think you need all of a sudden, all of a sudden you're, you, you know, you, you find things in your house that you, and I'm putting my air quotes up that you need. Uh, I can tell you right here and right now, our budget this month, or actually starting this month, going into next month, this, what's going to kill us is we need a budget in the house, but we don't have one is um, Halloween decorations and Halloween spending and fall decorating. Uh, the rule usually is in the house, we don't start doing that until October 1st, but some reason this year we started on September 1st. Buying new things? Buying new things, creating new things. Mm -hmm. uh, they're very, they're very um, good at creating stuff, but you've still got to go buy the stuff to create it, right? Right. So it's um, not only that, plus it's time. Plus you're taking up time of other things you could be doing. So right. Okay. So clothing fast. Just to recap, um, 21 days without buying clothes, and if you are going to buy clothes, you need to do it at the thrift shop or. Make your own. See, I, I just, I love it, but I'm still laughing. 20, ooh, 21 days without buying clothing. I challenge both of you. Okay, so ladies. for men. We can do a bet here. It should okay. be like a 90 day. Yeah. Well, I'm sure we fast. can find other fasts in my life that if, you know, I need to adhere to that, you know, that you can't, can't go to the pub for 21 days. That might, you know, that might be a. That might be a tough one. Sports betting. Sports men, betting. it should be a 21 day sports betting fast. Well, that was sort of enforced during COVID for the first three months automatically. <laughs> I believe that's back though. Yeah. I don't know. I, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> you wouldn't know. I would not know. <laughs> so the ultimate 21 day spending fast. If you can make it through the food, you can make it through the clothing. You should try this one. The 21 day spending fast. The what is that? The 21 day spending fast. This is, uh, well, you know, we, we, uh, you looked at some stats on this, didn't you? I did. Okay. So according to the credit examiner, and this is why you should maybe try the 21 day spending fast. 52% of Americans are spending more than they earn. Half of us in America are spending more than we make. The average American spends $1.33 for every dollar earned. Oh my God. So they spend 33% more than they earn. That's crazy. And you know, we talk about that all the time in our other podcasts. That's why people don't budget well, don't save well, all those other things. So if you know that your food and your clothing spending is under control and you're still overspending, this complete 21-day fast may be right for you. This is where we're going to figure it out, right? Hopefully. Right. So we got the uh, rules to this. Okay. Ready? So you go 21 days without buying anything that isn't a necessity. <laughs> Ooh, 21 days. You cannot justify it. You cannot call it an I need this, I need that. Right. It has to be a need. A true necessity. Okay. Right. What else? So Starbucks coffee is not a necessity. If you need mm -hmm. coffee at home, you're going to have to buy Sanka. <laughs> I like that. Okay. Rule number two. Okay. Rule number two. So you can still buy grocery store food, medicine, and hygiene products. Right. But you've got to buy the generic toilet paper. <laughs> no. No two ply, one ply. And number three. You can still pay your bills. 
As you should. As you should. <laughs> yes. We've talked about credit scores. We've talked about all those things. So this is really, I think, reinforcing the idea of we've talked about in the past of having a spending journal and knowing where your money goes. Yeah, really this really does. comes back to budgeting. Right, it does. Right? And the twenty one days to your budget. Yeah, you go for twenty one days and you figure out um, you know, where is that money really going? Where do I I know I make enough money, where is it going? And this is how you're really gonna try to find that out. Right. Um, so right now you're going, so why should I do this? Let's talk about the reason why. And I don't know why. We I, don't, should. I don't know why. I, should I don't know if I can make and it 21 Not days. only that, let's talk about some tips on why we should do this. Okay. So, number one, it'll help you identify the areas in which you're overspending. Um, this is a really kind of extreme example, but one couple that actually went through this found that they were spending over a thousand dollars a month just in eating out. Yeah, I'm going to throw a, I'm going to I'm going to throw some shade over here because I know your your brother mm -hmm. and his uh, spouse are, are you know they, they they earn pretty good money, right? Uh -huh. Wouldn't you not love to see how much they spend a month in that they that's not a in necessity? Oh, in, <laughs> that aren't necessities? Yeah, in New York. Right. <laughs> right. Because they look at us and go, what are you people doing? Uh, number two, you want to break bad habits. Um, and, you know, they say it usually takes about three weeks to break a bad habit. So maybe it is getting the coffee or the breakfast. Yeah. Or it is going out to lunch every day with with the, the people at work. Right. Number three, um, a t this is a tip more than a why you should do this. But get just like you're, if you're on a, a diet or something else, get an accountability partner. Anything that you're trying to work on that you think you're going to need help with, having someone else who's doing it with you always makes it easier. It's very important, really. I mean, because you support each other. And, you know, the way I am, I make fun of you, which guilts you into doing it. Right. And, you know, it's because that's my way. I guess I'm a little bit of a bully, I've been told. Uh, well, yeah, but and also, you know, just having to tell somebody that you did or didn't do it today makes a big difference. Yeah, and I think what's the answer here is also make sure if you are really doing this with, and I'm being very sincere, if you're doing this with a partner, especially a, a family partner, if, if you're the one that's going out and spending it and not sharing that, that's going to lead to back to that relationship issue where you, you can't trust each other. So really have this conversation. It's a, it's not a bad conversation to have. Don't go into the way that we can't do this. Let's go in. We can do this. And this is what we'll get from it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I guess uh, another uh, another tip with that is, you know, don't beat yourself up when you when you fall off the wagon a little bit. Right. It's just like when you diet, you know, you get back on it the next day and you go, OK, I made a mistake or I, sh I shouldn't have done that yesterday, but I'm going to do this. better. Is that how it works with diets? Mm -hmm. Oh, I break a diet, man. I'm, I'm eating pizza every day for the rest of the oh. week. I'm like, I screwed it up. Might as well have a have a six pack of soda and a, and a diet. Right. <laughs> and a pizza. <laughs> okay, number four. Are you ready for this one? Try using cash only uh, to physically see how much you spend. You know, there's one of these things out there. It's called the envelope method where you can yeah. actually do that. And, um, you know. And people that, that swear by that, you know, that do it religiously are probably really good at keeping the control on their overspending. Well, and they know where every dollar goes. Exactly. Yeah, some of them know so, where every penny goes. Right. <laughs> What's number and, five? Um, get your family on board. Um you know, spending habits are, are things that kids learn from their parents. So if you're if you're a bad spender or if you're an overspender, you're going to teach your kids that that's an OK habit. So if you guys can get on this together and everybody knows this is the goal we're working towards, you're not going to have a kid standing in an aisle throwing a fit because you won't buy the candy bar. They're going to understand that, hey, no one is buying this kind yeah. of stuff. right I Remember, now. you're the role model when it comes to such things. So they don't they don't just come out of the womb wanting to spend money. They, they learn that from somebody. And there's really a need there to have that discussion of why we can't have everything we want when we want it yeah. because we have limited resources. It's, it's true. Truly, the sooner you have this conversation with your children, 
and you keep having this conversation, you will have successful young people grow up and be successful adults. Yeah. So I, you know, I really think the idea of a spending fast, no matter which angle you try to do the food, the clothing, or the 21 day is a really great idea. And it may be harder for some than others. If you can't do it 21 days, try doing it seven, try doing it three, whatever it takes to get you in that habit of just looking at your behavior and changing it. Right. I think if you're the type of person that goes out and spends money on the weekends, like dining out or just going out for the weekend, maybe what you decide to do is you try doing it one weekend. That's a great idea. You weekend don't spending and, see, and, and then look back and realize how much money you saved doing that. And, and or, what could you be doing with that money that you, you that you saved? Right. You know, Could you be putting it towards your retirement or saving more, or building your emergencies? All those other things we always talk about on every other podcast. I think back to my 20s and my 30s amount of money I spent just you know, going out and having fun. If I just put a portion of that into my retirement, I'd be mm -hmm. so much better off than I am now. Yeah. So if you've tried any of these methods or you plan to try them here in the near future, we really like to hear from you about how it goes. Um, if it works for you, if it doesn't, what's hard about it. And if you have bad spending or budgeting habits and you need help, hey, guess what? We've got people here at the credit union who can help you with those things for free, right? That's Jamie? right. That's what I do. So all you have to do is go to fcfcu.com backslash financial education. You can set up an individual uh, appointment with me and we can, we can sit down and look at what's going on. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Carpe Dine is presented by Financial Center First Credit Union. It's produced by Jamie Davidson, Dusty Simmons, and Courtney Cooper. Financial Center is a six-time national award winner in the category of adult financial literacy, and our goal is what, Jamie? To help improve your financial life. To learn more, visit fcfcu.com backslash financial dash education. And if you like what you hear, where can they find us? Oh, you can find us on Google, iTunes, SoundCloud, and Spotify. And we have a new place too, which is the All Indiana Podcast Network. All Indiana Podcast Network. So check Network. us out. Subscribe. Thanks for listening, everyone. Have a great afternoon. Bye.